Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Coronavirus flare-up. We don't have to sink. We can slow down and change course. Transcripts of George Floyd's final moments. Told officers more than 20 times that he could not breathe. High court to rule on Trump financial records. I see a tremendous separation of powers problem. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Concerns are growing in what are known as the red zone states in the pandemic. Texas, Arizona, Florida and California, where coronavirus cases are shooting up dramatically. CBS's David Begnaud reports this morning from South Florida. We're seeing patients come in on the hour. Uh, That's Dr. Randy Katz, an ER physician at Memorial Regional Hospital in Hollywood, Florida. On an average day, they would see 250 patients. Yesterday, he told us they received 250 suspected COVID patients by 12 noon. This is absolutely the busiest it's been since it all started. Florida is one of at least four states that the White House Coronavirus Task Force says is in a red zone on its risk scale. At a task force briefing Wednesday, Dr. Deborah Burks asked the Americans in those red zones to do this. Really not gathering in homes either and decreasing those gatherings back down to our phase one recommendation, which was 10 or less. Arizona is another red zone. There are less than 150 ICU beds available statewide. Texas just reported its deadliest day in the pandemic, and CBS's Maria Villarreal, reporting from McAllen in the southern part of the state, says hospitalizations have more than doubled the last two weeks. In this packed unit, intensive care director Dr. Marco Chavez cares for more than 20 of the hospital's most critical patients, all fighting to stay alive. We are using everything that is available. Most lie motionless and almost all need a ventilator to breathe. He says only a few are likely to survive. In this region, new cases are up nearly 70% from two weeks ago. Juana Prieto, who has coronavirus and pneumonia, is one of the emergency room patients. Describe to me what you're going through. I have trouble breathing. As soon as I take the oxygen, I start coughing. I can't breathe. Her 35-year-old daughter, who cared for her and her husband, Jesus, died from the virus last week, four days after she was admitted to the hospital. Correspondent Carter Evans tells us about something else that seems to have reared up again in the pandemic. In California, there's a dwindling supply of protective equipment. They're not protecting us. They're not saving our lives. This California nurse says she's wearing donated gear and has to wipe down her gown between patients. 
Nurse Mary Miller told me she gets one mask per shift, seeing both COVID patients and people who are not infected. To have the thought of maybe we're giving it to them is not what we took our nursing oath for. Tulsa, Oklahoma's top health official, Dr. Bruce Dart, says President Trump's rally there and large protests contributed to a dramatic surge in virus cases. We had several large events um, over a little over two weeks ago, which is about right. So I guess we just connect the dot. Confusing signals from Washington as school districts around the country try to figure out a reopening plan for the fall. The president calls the CDC guidelines too tough, too expensive, and too impractical for schools. He doesn't want these guidelines to be a reason for schools to not reopen. Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany cites one in particular. Have children bring their own meals as feasible. Well, there are 22 million children in this country who depend on these meals at schools. The administration says the CDC will now issue new guidelines for schools next week. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. The Ivy League is suspending all fall sports. The Crimson of Harvard and the Bulldogs of Yale. And that includes football and the annual Harvard-Yale game. Some major college teams have shut down their football workouts. Transcripts have been released now in the George Floyd death at the hands of Minneapolis police back in May. CBS's Peter King. Transcripts from police body cam recordings show George Floyd told officers he couldn't breathe at least 20 times. They show the officer who pressed his knee against Floyd's neck dismissing that. Floyd says, quote, you're going to kill me, man. Officer Derek Chauvin's response, then stop talking, stop yelling. It takes a lot of oxygen to talk. Floyd, they'll kill me, they'll kill me. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Overseas, the mayor of Seoul, South Korea, has been reported missing. His daughter was the one who called police, and a search is being conducted in a neighborhood where his cell phone was last detected. We expect decisions today from the U.S. Supreme Court on two cases involving President Trump. CBS's Steve Dorsey in Washington. The court's final rulings expected today include cases dealing with the president's financial and tax records. They involve congressional subpoenas from Democratic lawmakers for the documents and a subpoena from a grand jury for years of tax returns. But even if the president is forced to turn them over, it's possible they could remain secret from the public. A House committee will hear today from Jeffrey Berman, the former U.S. attorney who was leading investigations into President Trump's allies. The House Judiciary Committee is investigating Attorney General Barr, who squared off with Berman last month. There's news about one of the stars of the TV show Glee. And I wish you were all Naya Rivera is missing. A search for her will continue today at a lake northwest of Los Angeles. There's a lot of challenges uh, in a reservoir this size at times with visibility. Sheriff's Captain Eric Bushow says the 33-year-old actress rented a pontoon boat. Her 4-year-old son was found safe on the boat wearing a life vest. Alyssa Wilbur was one of the people on social media who posted video of something she couldn't quite believe near Ashby, Minnesota. Oh my God, that is an actual tornado. Farms were damaged and the suspected tornado crossed Interstate 94. At least one person was killed, two others injured. The retailer Bed Bath & Beyond... It's time to go beyond. Beyond says it's going to close some 200 stores. The company reported a $300 million loss in the first quarter of the year. And Sir Latab, the luxury kitchen goods chain, has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy and plans to close 51 of its 121 outlets. A Trump supporter is facing legal action in Texas. 
Selena Quintanilla's family is suing a man from Texas who put a Make America Great Again hat on a statue dedicated to the late Tejano singer in Corpus Christi. Joe Michael Perez announced on his Facebook page he's organizing a Trump rally at the statue Saturday afternoon. Selena's loved ones say he's exploiting her name, image, and likeness for profit. The singer was 23 years old when she was shot and killed by the manager of her fan club in 1995. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In Slovenia, there's a search for suspects in the July 4th torching of a wooden sculpture of First Lady Melania Trump, not far from her hometown. It's now been taken down. Six months ago, a similar image of President Trump in another Slovenian town was burned. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.